the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Buongiorno. Prezzo, come va? Bene, buongiorno. Buongiorno a te. Come va? Bene, tu come stai? Molto bene. So, okay. Renzo, what's your general feeling about 2018 in Toscana? Uh, I think 2018 was a great vintage because um, we had a very long growing season. As you know, anytime you have a very long growing season, 2004, 2010, 2016, you have wine with, with a wonderful balance. Uh, where fruit, acidity, uh, freshness are all there, and it's a matter of style, of course. I really mm -hmm. like when wines are like this, elegant, refined, with grace, with balance, and I think 2018 is a vintage like this. Probably it is a very good vintage in Bolivia, but even better in the center of Tuscany. Oh, interesting. With Canti Classico, we I think we produce probably among the best wines ever in 2018. So, so this is the beginning. But tell me, so why uh, was it less good in um, in Brunello de Montalcino? Because people don't really talk about it as a, as a great vintage for Brunello. Because they, we had some rain at the end of September. Uh, yeah. Some rain at the end of September were a little bit um, complicated uh, because, I mean, they were really close to the harvest and, and in a certain sense too close. In Bolgen, just to give you an idea, we were able to, um, to have Cabernet Sauvignon quite right, but in case of Guadalcanal, just to give you an idea, we were obliged in a certain sense to increase the volume of the wine, the volume in terms of taste, to use the Cabernet Franc we normally use for Mataro. You know that we make wine a little bit richer because Cabernet Sauvignon was good, but a little bit short. And that was the, the problem in Bulgaria, where, of course, I mean, um, where in any case, right? But it won't touch it at the end. Okay, because I, I've tasted a few Bulgari uh, wines from 2018, particularly Sasikaya, and I was really impressed with the elegance and sophistication of the wine. Like, really, and I tasted it against 17 and 16. 17 and 16 are much more powerful, but there's something so sophisticated about the 18. That's why I'm interested to taste uh, your uh, wines like Guadaltaso in particular, in or Solayan Tininello. In a certain sense, of course, it's not really uh, the right um, the comparison to, to use, mm -hmm. but they're more Burgundian than Bordeaux in a certain sense. They have this finesse, which is really unique. And I think, especially now, probably getting old, <laughs> getting old, yeah. I really appreciate when the wines have personality, intensity, but they are not too rich. Uh, I agree. 18 is a vintage like this. So for me, it's really a great vintage, one of the best. Also because wow. um, James, probably the quality of the time due to the vintage, but also to the experience and the use of wood, 
I think we achieved in 2018 is really unique. It's here to, to, to know what you think about that. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the same was for Chianti Classico. There wasn't a problem with this rain um, at the end of September. You know, in Chianti Classico, we had the problem, but we had less rain. And as you know, it's much more easy. It's much more, yeah. uh, you know, practically when you have shower. Yeah, it just goes. Yes. Yeah. Because so it's the hillsides, like, yeah. Exactly, exactly. We had much less problems because the drainage and both these sides were less. Oh, fantastic. Bulgari, with So I What's some... The, a little bit of rain allowed the season to be even a little bit longer and allowed the timing to be even more ripe, more sophisticated. And uh, what 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 vintage would you compare 2018 to then for um, for Bulgari and Chianti Classico? Maybe James uh, 2004. Okay, quite similar. Uh, that was a nice vintage. Nice vintage, and uh, maybe 2004 because 2010. Especially in Bulgaria, it was a little bit. Um, I agree with you. 2004, because in 2004, the rain we had at the end of September was a little bit too much, and Cabernet wasn't able to write. In 2018, we had rain, but a little bit less and later, and that helped a lot. Okay. Well, let's taste the. Um, well, should we start with the Villa Antinori then? Yes. Here we are. There was something I, I read about Villa Antinori that was new. Is it because it's only coming from Chianti Classico again? What was the story? No, I mean, this is the Villa Antinori LGT. The Villa Antinori LGT from the, let's say, vineyard we have around Task. So mm -hmm. let's say that Villantinori finally is hundred percent produced with our grapes. And of course, okay. uh, being uh, a blend of wine, we have Sangiovese coming from Chianti Classico, from Brunello, from uh, Montepulciano, all the other varieties coming from Maremma and Bulgari and all the uh, vineyards we have around uh, in, in Tuscany. So is a blend of different varieties, mostly Cabernet, Merlot, Syrah, and Sangiovese, of course, uh, and fully produced by our grapes. Uh, and, you know, it, I think 18 is uh, a good balance. I like very much. Yeah, very drinkable. Yes, considering very. the volume of this wine, which is not, which is considerable. Very nice. Very, um, fresh and clean and and balanced and also the the uh, medio palato the, the mid palate is very good it yeah. just it doesn't have a hollow part and, and even a wine like this as this i mean the tannins are, are perfect are okay but you you can understand how the vintage also comes from this one you know really clean yeah. clean I agree, super clean. Okay, facciamo adesso il, il Marchese Antinori um, Candy Classico Reserva. Yes, this, come, this comes from the Pinionello State. 
And again, especially the and you can face clearly what was the in 2018. It's very aromatic. And Sangiovese was really intense and very refined. Wow, nice. It's nice. Good, ener good energy at the end, just boom, long. And it's a very precise wine um, where the energy of Sangiovese comes through very clearly. And because, as we said before, I mean, the long growing season um, produced wine with wonderful balance. There is this touch of acidity without being pungent that I really like very much. And again, I insist on that. Um, you know, as you know, we discussed many times about making wine with soft tannins. Recognize Sangiovese because the energy of Sangiovese and the energy of Pignanello in terms of area of production. But the tannins are, let's say, um, vibrant without being, as I say, nervous. Is it, um, is it Sangiovese and Cabernet Sauvignon? I can't remember. It's 90% uh, Sangiovese with a touch of Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot. Okay. But the advantage, I think, James, was really the low growing season. Mm. Uh, you remember very well Pignanello 2004. Mm. Uh, and this, I mean, the season. Of course, it's in. just delicious now. Yes, and it was right. always the, the 2004, you could drink it right away. Exactly. Like it, it's still the same. It's just exactly the same. Exactly. Never changed. When the vintage are like this, uh, they are supported by this touch of acidity that helps a lot, provided there is not pungent. And uh, it's not pungent. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's more um, savory acidity. Savory. Bravo. Acidity. Savory. You know, Sapito, I, I thought. Yeah. Savory. Yeah. Sapori. Yeah, Sapori. savory. Saporito, eccola. Yeah. So now, now, do we go to Tininello or do we yes. do Guadaltasso? Tininello, because, yeah, same estate. Close, we just I will close the, the estate. I will close the Chianti Classico. Yes, Tininello and Solaria. Yeah. Very nice color to the Tininello. Bello colore. Bello colore. And I, I'm, I'm curious to to hear from you because as I told you probably this is one of the best ever because you know even if the season was similar to 2004 unfortunately I have 15 years uh, more so I am 15 years older which means mm -hmm. 15 years of experience and of course uh, vineyards become older because 2004 we, the vineyards were very young as we replanted in America at the end of the 90s. So we have old vineyards, old, vine, old vines, and unfortunately, much more experience because of the age. And, and I think we, we did with our team uh, a wonderful job at Inamella in 2018. Wow. It's, it's much more. Uh, but it's it's really just medium bodied, but then it's structural, very structured at the end, with exactly. very fine tannins, very savory, 
Uh, yeah. Probably not as powerful as some vintages, but I think with a wonderful balance, uh, plenty of yeah. fruit, uh, and long, very, very long, very, very long finish. Um, again, very savory, but what really I appreciate in a wine like this is that, I mean, aromatics are already open, in my opinion, even if yes. the, wine is, the wine is not released yet. So we are going to release in a couple of months. And the aromatics are there. I think the uh, tannins are very refined, that they like very much. And then yeah. the, fruit, the fruit is there with a wonderful integration with the wood. So I, uh, you know, it's very, sometimes it's complicated to talk about your child, your, your, your children. Uh, and even for me, Tignanelli, you know, I'm so uh, close to this line that I mean, sometimes I'm not really balanced in talking about this. But I think the 18, stylistically speaking, is the Tignanello yeah. I dream for many years to produce. Very beautiful. Let's try it against Solaya. Mm -hmm. Proviamo da Contra Solaya. Yes. Just to give you some information, Solaya 16 is the lowest production we ever made. Solaya 18. Solaya, because yeah. the vintage was very good, but we decided to select as much as we could because, as you know, Solaya now is a wine that is under the light in a certain sense. Yeah. You know, after the a wonderful scores uh, we had in 2015 and 2016. And we are obliged, in a certain sense, to do all our best to make it even better. And I think 18, it's really, really a great fly. I'm curious to, to know what you think. Is the um, assemblaggio, the blend, different in mm. 18 from other years? There is a little bit more Cabernet Franc. I, oh, okay. Because it has a more herbal character, I thought. Yeah. Yes. It's this white pepper. Um, yeah. And I like very much. And also that this velvety note that I really like very much. Um, I, I, I think, um, you know, even if production was not really so high, because we produced practically 5,000 cases, uh, so very small, one of the smallest ever, but I think the result is, I mean, it's a great result, considering that the wine has to stay at least another eight months in the bottle before we release it. We are going to release this wine in September. And it is already very, very soft and, uh, you know, and with a wonderful drinkability. Wow. Very layered. It just Tininello is more linear. This is much more vertical. Tininello has Sangiovese that makes the wine long and, in a certain sense, as I say, a vibrant. Yeah. This is completely different wine. It's based on Cabernet and Cabernet Franc and a little bit of Sangiovese, but as you say, it has many layers. You never finish. And anytime you taste, you taste something more and different. And as I say, the wine will improve a little bit by aging in bottle for another few months. 
for sure, because the summer will help a lot. But I mean, the, the wine is already, uh, he has already a wonderful disposal. So, you know, it's really available, it's understandable. Um, yeah. There's a, a lot of many nuances that makes the wine very interesting and very, I mean, you know, particular in a certain sensual, if I can, if I can use this word. Oh, interesting. I tasted this from barrel in, two, in September 2019. It's exactly yeah. how I remember it. Yeah. Since the beginning. Yeah. Like great length. Yeah. Great length. Super lungo. Yes, exactly. Solaya is impressionante. Really impressive, Solaya. I'm excited to taste Guadaltaso. So, so obviously, obviously, eighteen is very is excellent for Cabernet Sauvignon in Toscana. No? Yes. yes. I mean, I think it's, it's a vintage 2018 where Cabernet is, as you say, powerful but with intensity without being overpowered. Yeah. Right. Because, as we say, the growing season was very long and that helped a lot. And, and also, maybe a little bit, and so the rain you picked after the rain, right? Yes, yes, yes. And it helped a little bit because the rain made especially in Chianti Classico, the season a little bit longer. And so yeah. probably, uh, I mean, the tannins were able to write properly without having too much alcohol. Of course, the wine is alcoholic because the wine yeah. is great to write. But I think it has a wonderful balance between the alcohol, the intensity, the fruit. So they're all inside, I say, the perimeter. Um, yeah. I, I think stylistically, because you know, sometimes we talk about quality, but for for us as a company, as a winemaker, I think we we are really focused on style um, because it is important to have the right style. And we always thought that Solaya and Tignanello be stylistically very refined with the energy which is typical of the place, but without being aggressive, maybe vibrant. But not aggressive, and and I think we did a wonderful job in the vineyard, of course in the winery, uh, the aging uh, by changing year after year also the type of wood, the type of barrels, having barrels less invasive, where the wine could uh, mature in a certain sense together with the wood, but without having the wood that over I mean overcomes uh, the wine. Um, and I think that is a good achievement, in my opinion, in most of our wine, because, you know, as, as we always say, James, we are winemaker, we taste the wine, but also we drink the wine. Yes. Uh, luckily. Uh, and I think the drinkability in a wine, independently of the level of price, uh, has to be always there. I mean, yeah, the wine So tell me about the Guadalajara. Um, I like there's, a, again, some um, her. It's more like the stems of roses and um, it's more um, floral and then just a tiny bit of herbaceous, but not really herbaceous. It's more like flowers, like the petals of the flower. Yes. You know, Guadalcaso for the first time is in this history, uh, Cabernet Franc is a little bit more than Merlot. 
Merlot ah, okay. will always the second variety. It was made by using uh, Cabernet, Franc, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, and Cabernet Franc. In this case, for the first time, we were able to, we decided to use 22% of Cabernet Franc and 18% of Merlot because the season was very good for Cabernet Franc. As I told you, we, uh, Cabernet Franc was also instrumental to give a little bit more dimension because Cabernet Sauvignon was very elegant but a little bit um, too refined in a certain sense because mm -hmm. the September. And this is the reason why in 2018 we didn't produce our Matarocchio. That, as you ah, know, okay. is 100% Cabernet Franc. We decided to use the Cabernet Franc or Matarocchio to blend in Guadalpasso in order to increase the quantity of Cabernet Franc, but also to improve the mountain. The Cabernet Franc gives a nice um, acid at the end, too, a nice sort of citrus character. Exactly. It, it, it gives a sort of, sometimes, I don't know if this, um, the orange, uh, say, the yeah, orange, orange peel, yeah, the zest, yeah. I totally agree, citrus zest. Yeah. Okay, listen, thank you so much for the tasting and the wines. It's really funny now that, you know, it's over. My mouth is so, like, I want to eat something or drink. It's really, you know, that, uh, I, you know, it really keeps, you know, makes you want to drink wine. That's just so yummy. You, you so. acquire a little bit of Italian blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Catropo, <laughs> too much. Okay, carissimo. Um, say hi to everyone and, and have a great weekend. Thank you, James. Say hello okay. to everybody there. And I thank will. you, sir. Ciao. Okay. Abraccio, Carlo. Ciao. Abraccio. Ciao.